It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and unfortunately, we have lost four members of the International Brotherhood and Sisterhood of Professional Wrestling in the last week. I have the names of three. I'm waiting on the uh, name of the last one. Uh, We lost Rusty Brooks, the Iceman, Tim Norton, and a friend of Stephen I's, the Mississippi Madman. We will be discussing how these men's legacies um, impacted the wrestling world throughout the night as well as uh, hopefully possibly bring you some of the latest news and coverage as we normally would here on Wrestling Authority Radio. With that being said, I am going to take a brief moment of silence to remember these men, and we will come back and start the show the right way in just a couple moments. Because I'm TNT. I'm Dynamite. I don't know what you had in mind, but here we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! Wrestling Authority Radio, with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. Yes, it is. Time for Wrestling Authority Radio, here live on the Evolution Radio Network, exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio, a proud presentation of Rampage Productions. I am Sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host. And the reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks. 
Chatter, Katie. How's my boy? Uh, Katie, I am good. I need you to take over for just a couple seconds. I'm going to have to call Crimey in because he's having the same <laughs> problem that you're having. It's, it's fine. Well, like Sean said, we do have a show for you tonight. We will be discussing those who have passed on, and apparently Crimey's going to be here with us momentarily. Plus, as said, we will be getting to the happenings of this week. And if you've been watching, you know there's plenty of happenings. Yep, there's with me, well, happening right now is a lot of snow. But yay, Leaf scored on, on Ottawa. Sorry, hockey game. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All fair right, one. I am back. <laughs> Sorry. He's back. I am back. Here he is. And we have our guests uh, with us this evening. We're going to start off by talking about uh, the first individual that I named that passed away in the last week, which was Rusty Brooks. Uh, Rusty Brooks is somebody that um, a lot of people don't realize. This man has been around for a long time. Um, he is, uh, let's see here. Oh, you're not, he was 63 years old. Um he was trained by gentlemen Jim Eisler and Boris Malenko. Uh, Brooks made his debut in Buddy Gilbert's World Wrestling Association against Steve Brody in 1982. Uh, within two years, he signed with World Wrestling Federation and used extensively on World Champ- uh, WWF Championship Wrestling against uh, Tony Parasi, Andre the Giant, Junkyard, Dome, Junkyard Dog, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. In 1985, Brooks had a nationally televised match with uh, WWF World Champion Hulk Hogan. On television, he also faced uh, the World Tag Team Champions Bear Windham and Mike Rotunda and the British Bulldogs. Wow. Um, yes. Um, he was a part. Go ahead. Rusty Brooks in his match with Hulk Hogan, that was uh, the match where. Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth came right up to the ring before the match started to challenge Hogan for the belt. Oh, crap. About Rusty Brooks being in the match. And he wasn't caliber or not so, facing anybody else. So, so was this before or after uh, the Mega Powers? Uh, uh, right around that. Way Go before. Ahead, no, yeah, yeah, way before. He said that. Savage came down with Miss Liz to ask for the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge for the belt. Yeah, Savage has not uh, been in WWE for very long at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Brooks was a part of Herb Abrams UWF, which we saw on um, Dark Side of the Ring. Um, he is the trainer, and I'm going to read this list, uh, and, and this is going to be impressive. Um, he trained. Connor of Connor and Victor. Um, I, I can't remember the tag team, the Ascension. Um, MVP, my one of my personal favorites that we've had on the show before, Gangrel, um, Angel Rose, and Norman Smiley. The other one that he trained that we all love here um, is the former wife of Gangrel, Luna Vachon. Mm-hmm. So, Rusty... Wow. I mean, this this was the guy that if you were going to go get trained, this was somebody that you were going to go do it by. Um, 
That was unfortunately one of the ones that we lost in the last week. Now, the other ones, um, Crime Fighter, do you have the name of the either Mexican or Puerto Rican wrestler that passed away in the last week? I tried to find his name, and I could not for the life of me find it. I am trying to find it as we speak, but <laughs> having a lot. If you find it, if you find it, let me know. Um, we do know that there was a Mexican or Puerto Rican wrestler yeah. that passed away in the last you week. Uh, you see, I see the whole have... thing here is, folks, is Steve usually keeps track of this. Yes, Sean does, too, and I do when I can. But Steve is usually the one that's hugely on top of this, and he knows before we do. I'll, I'll uh, be yes. getting a phone. I get a phone call. You know, like, <laughs> It's also hard when you have four to five in the last week to keep up on everybody that has happened yes. in yes, that yes, week, yes. Uh, which is what has happened this week. Uh, the other member yes. that we lost um, that was announced today is the Iceman, Tim Norton, who had wrestled oh. um, of various places um, throughout Illinois and even Wisconsin, um, had, had had quite a notable career. Um, wasn't the most popular of guys throughout Illinois, but had a career here nonetheless. Um, so, and then the one that um, Crime Fighter and I are going to talk about here in just a couple moments is the Mississippi Madman, who, um, my God, I had known the Mississippi Madman dating back to about 2006, 2007. So, um, but knew him even before that because he had worked for Ed Schumann and had worked for SCW over in the Quad Cities and, um, obviously with a uh, crime fighter around that time posting on Chicago pro wrestling uh, message board, you would hear of the central Illinois talent that you may not have heard of before. And Madman was one of those talents that would quite frequently uh, pop up on the cards that crime fighter would post or the results. So um, somebody that, you know, you definitely got a following of what, I would say by 2007, most everybody in the Midwest knew who the Mississippi Madman was, and um, I am a little bit still in shock over it. I knew he had some health problems. He'd been had having some health problems that he'd been dealing with on and off for many number of Do years. Do we know? Do we know what made him leave us? Uh, Mississippi Madman died of congestive heart failure. Oh, Unfortunately, we both, um, I haven't told, I haven't been told what the cause of death is, but um, that's one of the health problems he's had in the previous years, and fluid on the lungs. Yeah, um, there's always that too. Any of that? I that I heard that. But, I am going to go ahead. I'm going to let you talk, Crime Fighter. I'm going to send Katie a picture of Madman so she yeah. knows what he looks like. I and, know who he uh, is. And, you know, but I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I'm not saying I'm vague on who he is, but his face is not coming straight into my head for some reason. Long day. Long day of, yeah. Describe him. (laughs) Um, According to uh, one of my former colleagues um, in Central Illinois Wrestling, he's practically our Andre the Giant. Oh, okay. I, I recognize his face. Yes. I don't remember him being that quite that big, but I recognize his face. He was a 350, 400 pound pounder. Yeah. Uh, he. Yeah. Then he, if he's three, three to, 350 to 400, he, that man's holding it well. Yes. Yes. 
Now, that's white did swing up and down quite yeah. a bit over the years, but... Uh, As do all of us. But he was billed as a 400-pounder uh, most of his career. He's one of the very few 400-pounders to do a moon... who could actually pull off a moonsault. Yes, I did see that video that oh, was posted wow. by SC that was posted by SCW of him doing a moonsault over for them. Uh, would have been That's in the wild. mid to early 2000s because um, he was part of SCW over in the Quad Cities. And I'm telling you what, this guy, number one, he was one of the sweetest guys you could ever meet. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I know Crime Fighter got to work with him a lot more than I did. I worked with him quite a few times, but um, he worked for my brother and I in 2007 in Sterling, Illinois, fighting for the Cure. And his match was, I'm going to say this name and everybody's going to gasp when I say it, but his match was against Deuce Trey and Joe Eastman in 2007. East Tour. And it was a it was a two-on-one handicap match, and Mississippi Madman did pick up the victory. Uh, thank God, because I had been attacked by those two earlier in the night, and that was kind of my brother's like, well, you got to send somebody out there to get revenge. Okay, I choose the big guy over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you over there. You go tackle him just now. Okay. Madman um, has been, have been a... Um, a uh, Man that uh, was chosen by many to scout uh, a rival over the years. Uh, yes. Madman made, made his debut in 2004. He originally trained for New Midwest at New Midwest Wrestling in Springfield, Illinois. Um, I, I was not aware of that. I know he. I know he started early, but I did not. I was not aware he trained with New Midwest. Continue. Yes, um, him and his partner, one, his childhood friend, uh, Casey Jackson, uh, they trained at the New Midwest Dojo, and uh, things went up from there. They uh, wrestled for many different promotions in uh, the Midwest, including Scott County Wrestling, obviously NWA, NWA Midwest, uh, multiple uh, of the affiliates. Um, yes, did have a few matches. He, he had he had quite a he had quite a run. Uh, I believe him and um, uh, memory is slipping me right now. But he had a tag partner, um, and they were the tag champs down at IWA Productions. Uh, I believe before okay. it was even IWA Productions. Casey, um, I believe is the only person he's ever held tag titles with. I don't believe he held tag titles with any other partner, even though he did team with other partners at times. But Casey Jackson was his primary tag team partner as the Money Making Jam Boys, and they've held numerous tag titles among them, including uh, All-American Pro Wrestling, uh, which was down in uh, Southern Illinois. They held Bell's tag titles three times. Pro Wrestling Epic tag titles, obviously the IWA production tag titles, there may have been a few others, but um, certainly a uh, singles title, Madman held the AAPW and Scott County, Crossing Epic, 
and Great American Wrestling Heavyweight titles is is uh, the primary titles that he held. Now, right now, I did minor, send you a match. Uh, I did send you a match uh, that you can watch later, Crime Fighter. It's from Scott County Wrestling's Epic Three. Um, with let's see. If, yes, with Abyss. Um, yeah, I, I want to say this would have been. I want to say this would have been 2006, 2007, somewhere around there. Um, but this was, you know, Madman was a big part of SCW in the early beginning, and this was right around the time that SCW was getting ready to have um, a, a company kind of birthed out of them with uh, NWA No Limits. This is kind of was the, the precursor to No Limits being born or uh, may have actually happened after – no limits was born um or gone um but i know that um this match with abyss was something that he prided himself in and this is probably one of my favorite mississippi madman matches i'm going to go ahead and send this to katie in case she wants to watch it at some point um mississippi madman was a character unlike anybody that you would ever get and it depended on what version you got of him. I'm going to let Crime Fighter talk about other versions that he saw. But the version that Ed Schumann fell, fell in love with was him in the bib overalls and being a character that didn't really talk too much but could come out there. And, my God, when he, when he worked for me in 2009 in Ashton, it was Mississippi Madman against Bucky Collins um, – with Tyler Pregel in his corner and looking back at it in retrospect, I should have done it as a handicap match, but we didn't do it because we didn't want to overload the card. But um, I remember that Ed had been so high on Madman that the idea actually was um, we had both three shows in a row in Ashton in 2009 and Ed wanted to use Mississippi Madman and actually have all three members of the hooligans um, make it to where we would have to carry Mississippi Madman out on a table because there would be no way he would fit on a stretcher. We were going to literally carry him out of the arena and make everybody believe that he had gone to the hospital by carrying him out of the arena on a table. Um, we did not get to do that because Madman got sidelined with an injury um, after the first event, but I wish he could have worked more of my events and um, just an absolute wonderful guy. Great worker in the ring, like Crime Fighter said, could do a legitimate moonsault, and you don't expect that from a guy that size. And um, somebody that you know was a big supporter of mine, and definitely wanted to see our company grow. And somebody that Ed Schumann was very high on. Ed would have done a lot more with him if if Ed would. I, I think um, I think Ed probably would have put the end, one of the NWA titles on that band had he been able to. Go ahead, Crime Fighter. I've heard, I've heard that as well. Uh, yeah, um, the Abyss match, I believe, was held. Well, the first encounter was in um, 2005. Looks like he had a match against Abyss again in uh, 2006, whenever Epic Three was. According to documentation, I'm getting from CageMatch.net. Right. Right. Um. And I the overall look, the Batman wearing the overalls wasn't a look that he used, utilized all that long, and to my recollection, recollection, 
He did wear the, he did wear the ring regular ring gear. Uh, the the um, I guess the one shoulder singlet. I guess. Right. Uh, I remember that for the longest time too. I guess. Not really. I guess I'm I'm not sure what he was doing with the overalls look. Um, yeah, all of branch. I don't know. All branch misses. I I'm the, I don't think that's in the swamplands at all. Anywhere near the swamplands. I think that's much further south. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this metaphor out there, and I God, I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but I looked at Madman being in those overalls, kind of like John Coffee from the Green Mile. It just it had this kind of same resemblance of okay, you've got this big guy, and he don't talk much, he don't say much. He he might be a little bit sensitive. We don't know much about him. Well, we know that he could kick, he could kick somebody's ass if he needed to. Do a lot of talking in the ring, and that was part of his mystique. Is um... but you're right. He is very John Coffee. I see a lot of John Coffee in him, except John, John Coffee was taller, and I think he weighed more. But yeah, big time John Coffee. Especially with the dueling chance of who whose house, my house, my right. house. Is yes, was, and and the, and the yeeping. I don't, I don't know if any. Yeah. And that was pretty consistent all through his career, except probably the early years when he, uh, his first couple of years, one or two years right. when he the villain. Right. And and you know I see I think I did see him work both, and it was. It was hard to see him work a heel. It's not that he couldn't do it. It's you knew he was the better baby face. Um, his, his rookie year, he was basically an attack dog for somebody. Right. And he was he did he was an intimidating force going after going after attacking the baby faces at the time. Well, that was his first year at New Midwest. Eventually. He had a falling out with his handlers, and then he shifted over to the light side of the force and became a contender for a championship. And right. the fans got behind him because, he, as I stated earlier, he's, he was viewed as Central Illinois' Andre the Giant. Like, yeah, you were saying that. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to see a picture of him. I wanted to see how big this mother trucker was. And he is. Oh, yeah. But, he's... I mean, okay, you know my OCD. If he were a little bit taller, you know, like he's totally Andre. He's a big man like Andre. But Andre was 12 of me standing on my shoulders. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm only five foot one uh, and a half. You know this. But, yeah, yeah, Jerry, I can see him. It's actually a sub. What's he feared? What he feared, was he feared like God? I'm going to be asking questions because I am a fan's perspective, and the two of you know more than I do, so cry me, please indulge me. Um, was okay, because Andre had two different sides. Andre had the I'm going to kill you side because we didn't like you, you were done. And then if, if you and him were tight, he'd bump you lightly, you're not going to get oil checked, and he doesn't want to kill you. You know, like he had, he had his protective soft side. And then he had had his 
inside the home, like you done. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think if I guess he would, he did uh, do uh, something where he would humiliate an opponent by uh, okay. him in the corner and then giving him Rudy to the bang that booty where he would <clears throat> rub his derriere in the face yeah. or the torso of his opponent before giving him a uh, a butt thrust. Okay, oh so a rikichi. And yeah. that was the comedy spot that he would do yeah. for most of his but matches. Was that a punishing spot uh, or just what he did? Pardon? Was that a punishing punishing spot? Like, could you tell if it, if it was a, indeed a work or a shoot? Trying to be tough on you. It was a spot. It was. It was an it offensive move. It was move, an shoot. An offense move, but that was designed to, as a setup for the fifth floor, which is a double choke slam. Yeah. Yes. So it was a setup. Thank you. But the humiliation that. and did damage. Oh, yeah. It, uh, the choke yeah. slam. Yeah. I, oh just, I just wanted to know if, if he, I just wanted to know if he had those moments where well, I really want to beat the crap out of this guy. You're getting it, and I don't care what you feel about it. You know. Um, I think <laughs> I think he could be like that if you made him mad enough. But uh, I, yeah. I don't. I don't recall ever seeing Madman get that mad. Thank goodness. It would probably not have been a good thing. He. Uh, okay, one I of his early yes. storylines in the Midwest. When his mom, his mother, actually came out came out to the shows and watched him compete, and if Madman was, yes, being royally humiliated or stuff, uh, stuff, she would actually rise from her seat, come up to the ring, wanting to uh, do something, and we have to, we've had to, or security have had to hold her back. Um, there was a storyline where uh, one of Madman's rivals by the name of Lucius P. Coltrane, uh, I guess, uh, said something or did something to make fun of Madman's mother, and it was a oh, not the mama feud between those two. And oh my, traders of New Midwest uh, would actually kind of set him up at times. LPC at times to uh, because they were also feuding with um, LPC and his uh, teammates. I guess they were calling right. themselves "I'm 4GQ," uh, which was Guy Smith, Spencer Powers, um, Jake Manning was a part of this group at one point. I don't. Uh, the other person in the group, well, who was it? Well, Trey Malone was a part of the group. There was a quartet, kind of like the Central Illinois version of the Four Horsemen. Right. I guess. Well, and, you, you know, uh, Madman, the other person. Madman, Madman is in the Central Illinois Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. I believe he was inducted in 2019. Yes, that was in November of 2019 when... The Full Wrestling Association hosted a 20th 
20th anniversary celebration of the modern era of professional wrestling in Springfield. Um, the Midwest started in the fall of 1999 oh, to mark the 20th anniversary of when wrestling really started, or the modern era of wrestling started in Springfield. That's right. To acknowledge uh, prior to this, for wrestling in Springfield was known to be uh, Dick the Bruiser's WWA, and then for a short time, uh, Lenny Poffo, or the Poffo family's uh, ICW, ran shows at the Prairie Capital Convention Center for a couple of years. Um, that was Springfield Wrestling, but and when those companies uh, ceased to exist, uh, there wasn't pro wrestling in Springfield until 1999. Now, Wendy City did a spot show here, and WWE would run through Springfield every so often, but local wrestling right. didn't really start until fall or late 1999 with the founders of New Midwest Wrestling, and eventually they migrated. Some of them migrated over to um, Pin Paul Wrestling Association. But right. Or other uh, uh, many other did, companies that have come and gone through Central Illinois throughout the years. Uh, we celebrated that. We had Batman come back to the PWA ring one more time to uh, be inducted into the Central Illinois Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame uh, in the company of a number of uh, faces that made up the Springfield wrestling scene over the last 20 years. And Casey was the induct. Casey did the induction. I did a speech. And a little bit at the end, Madman got to uh, double choke slam uh, someone who had been a, a bit of a thorn in his side over at Pro Wrestling Glory, which was um, – Springfield crew going over there to wrestle in Decatur. Uh, the freshman, or the man, Matt Boston, uh, got a fluke win over Madman, which, and they feuded for a while. And Boston had this T-shirt printed up, I beat the Mississippi Madman, or I pinned the Mississippi Madman. But, and got one more chokeslam on him before... Uh, right walking out of the ring for the final time. Well, and you can't beat that. Nope. Um, so Madman left, a le- Madman left a legacy that will be remembered forever, as did Rusty Brooks and Tim Norton. Um, I don't know much about Tim Norton. I know he worked several companies throughout the Midwest, and there's been an outpouring of love for him. Um I believe he wrestled the United Wrestling Coalition or whatever in Chicago that was, the UWC Chicago that was up there for a while. Incorrect. Um, the UWC is out of the Chicago area. This is a – I don't know what it stands for, but it's a different company. Uh, he, from what I could see, wrestled – he was a Chicago area wrestler, so wrestled for the Chicago promotions. I don't know if he – I don't know where else he ventured, however. Um, yeah, there was that, well, there was that UWC or whatever, Chicago, UCW or whatever, that was up in Chicago that Gavin worked for a couple times. 
that he worked uh, that Stan Norton worked for. I don't I don't have the legit name in front of me, but I saw a poster of him and it was UW. I think something. it's underground wrestling. Um, no, it wasn't underground. It there was this. It was this UWC or something. It wasn't the same one that ran Southern Illinois, but uh, or Central Illinois. It was a different one, but um, I, I think uh, that Dante GBS ran this place um, out of Chicago. So I think it's Urban Championship. No, it was something like that. Yeah, it was something along those lines. It was the same crew as that. So, um, you know. These men left a legacy, and we have been losing too many members of the International Brotherhood and Sisterhood of Wrestling, um, which is, uh, I'm going to take this moment, everybody needs to continue to keep Steve Kane in their thoughts and prayers. He is still going through a very rough time. Um, we don't know much right now. We we have some personal news that I'm not going to share, um, yep. but please continue to keep him in your thoughts and prayers because he's... He's going through a rough time, and we, we don't expect him back anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, that's not he to say hey, that he you won't know, and, 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 and what did I – okay, and what did I tell you about saying stuff like that? What the – what uh, crimey? I tell him every time he says something like this, somebody passes away. He's got to stop. Stop. Um, stop, stop, stop. I, Give the well wishes uh, we, and stop. Thanks, anybody. We, we know that um, we know that Steve's recover, road to recovery is going to be very lengthy. So, um, you, you know, we're we're going to be here for him when he comes back. But we want everybody to know that um, we're going to fill in the void until he does come back, and we're going to have people like Crime Fighter that join us every now and again when they can, and Lee Walker, and people that can to fill in. Uh, we're not replacing Steve. You can never do no. that, but um, we're going to try to. We're going to have some other people here to, for Katie and I to bounce off of when we can. So that's our kind of programming update. Um, Crime Fighter, are there any shows going on down by you this weekend? I'll stand by one second because the only one, oh, yes, if it's the 20th, um, the, a new promotion debuts in the St. Louis area known as WrestleMax STL. It'll be going on at St. Louis, uh, Missouri, at a place known as the Red Flag. I will get the address up here in a second once I find okay. the doggone event page. <laughs> and apparently, it's a 4 p.m. start time. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Doors open at 4, bell time at 5 p.m., it's 3040 Locust Street in St. Louis, Missouri. Social distancing and masks will be strictly enforced. The lineup as it stands currently. Onyx will be taking on uh, TNA's, or is it, yeah, TNA's uh, Sue Young. Moonshine Mantel takes on Alvin Tankman. Camaro Jackson take on Jake Something. Steve Manders will take on Levi Everett. Uh, I don't know who these couple of guys are. JDX versus Devin Monroe versus frontman Jay-Z contested under three-way dance rules and more. So that's that weekend. 
Um, IWA Unlimited is running their Tuesday shows again in Noble, Illinois. If, uh, I think fans have been slow to go back up, back over there or may not be aware that they are doing the weekly one-hour shows again, but uh, they are doing so on gotcha. Tuesday night Noble, which is to the west of uh, Olney in the little town. Noble? Right. The little town, uh, Sure One Supreme has been um, running or sharing the venue, I guess doing Saturday shows in that venue as well. But now that I guess they've moved down the street to the um, Noble Grade School where there is more room. Uh, right. Anna Fight Underground is next Thursday uh, with Super Crazy, Necro Butcher, and a lot of hardcore wrestling. If you're into that sort of thing, it'll be next Thursday in Anna, Illinois. I believe Quick. it's 7 p.m. start time. Quick is the venue. And Anna, Illinois is way, way towards the south end of the state. Yes. One of the uh, very you're talking, counties. You're talking almost Kentucky-Anna border right there. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, well, Missouri, it's on towards the Missouri side, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So that's the uh shows and the last weekend of February. Uh as I said, Zero One Supreme will be running at Noble Great School. Uh they'll be on the twenty seventh. IWA Productions will be running in Mount Vernon, Illinois at twenty one Perkins Avenue. I saw that um Southland Championship Wrestling is back and they will be running yeah. on the twenty seventh as well. That's Closer to the Chicago area. Yes, that's in Chabonese. Yeah, that was added in the last week or so. Yes. And um, so that's the show the rest of February. Yes. I believe. And then there's there's one in March that I'm not going to mention that you and I have talked about. So, um, you know, that's, uh, that's... We're not going that far yet. I just, was, we'll talk about it in another week. Uh, that's what's going on in the next couple weeks for wrestling in Illinois. And, uh, there's lots going on in Wisconsin. You can follow Facebook and, uh, Facebook groups. That's the best place to find show information. Um, I don't know if the wrestling calendar website that was up here a couple, about a year ago is still going or not. Um, I believe they are. I tried to add stuff to it and there's had issues. I don't know why. I don't they know must not they, be moderating that as well as what they were at one time or waiting for COVID to calm down more to moderate it. But there was a calendar that had all the wrestling uh, dates on it in mostly every state you could think of, and you could go there and uh, get everything and all the show information. I don't know what's going on with that. Hopefully they fix it. Well, there's, a, got a, there's a boatload of shows going on in the state of Tennessee. And oh yeah, been open and fearless. Um, IWA Mid South is not running tonight. I don't believe they're running Saturday either. Um, I believe they're waiting for inclement weather to kind of get over with, and uh, we're supposed to get more this weekend. At least where I'm at, we're supposed to get more this weekend. So um, be safe if you're traveling. Obviously. Um, Scribe Fighter, I want to thank you. Uh, 
tell everybody where they can find Pro Wrestling Central Illinois this week, the latest episode. URL to go to the uh, my YouTube page and current episode. Yes, I'm showing matches from IWA's production's most recent event. And yes, some people have been throwing a hissy fit because I didn't spell some people's names correct. I've had to learn a lot of new names over the past few weeks and getting used to and having to decipher what the ring announcer says, and I've gotten some information from her. Why didn't you get the information from the promoter? Well, I did. <laughs> if the promoter the doesn't know how one to guy's spell name, name. I thought I heard right. what Drew, and it's Drew's with an S. And then another okay. wrestler, it's like one letter off. The name person's name is Price, and I thought I heard Pride. Right. It's well, that's ridiculous. You know, I had to shut the comments off, and of course, I had to rant about people's resistance to reopening the state, which promotions are running shows again. States are dropping restrictions. The genie's out of the bottle. It's not going to be put back in. Florida and California, they have about the same numbers on COVID, but took radically different approaches. Now Ron DeSantis is being talked about as a presidential contender in 2024, while Gavin Newsom is likely to get thrown out of office in a recall vote. That's how things have diverged. Absolutely. So, And we'll see what happens with COVID and the vaccine that's getting rolled out here in a couple months and see what happens to the wrestling business between, well, I would say, June and the end of the year next uh, – the end of the year – 2021. You know we'll see means, what happens right? with. But you know what that means, right? People got to act right. People got to act right. That just doesn't mean go get your go get your COVID shot when it's available. Of course, that means do as you're told. Stay the hell home. Well, that's you. Mask, mask up. Wash up. Sanitize up. Do what you everywhere, everywhere. Social distance. Don't be crowding. That doesn't mean that you. Go and rent an Airbnb and have a party of a thousand people. Okay, it doesn't mean you do that no. either. It doesn't mean you rent right. out a storage a storage unit. Don't, these are the things that people do. Don't rent out a storage unit to have your birthday party in. That doesn't mean you're partying all night in the parking lots near the beach or in the back of of, of Costco or what have you. Stay the hell home. We know you miss each other. If you miss each other so much, then you'll act well, right. We will see what happens. We will see you know? what happens, and, and we're going to leave this cut. Like, yeah, you know me. You're talking about wrestling happens soon. You know that I almost always throw up in my mouth. I don't think it's it's time. I mean, like, we're going to start easing up in a couple of days, and we're, we're pushing till March 9th. Okay? We're supposed well, to open we the 22nd. See. We're pushing to March 9th. I'm sorry for everything. Yeah, we, we, we love you, Americans, but you're not coming to our borders. Sorry. It's not happening. But all right, well, we will leave this right. COVID. We conversation. need wrestling. Thank you. Yes, we do. My show we will leave this COVID I conversation at that, and uh, you know, hopefully, everybody gets uh, some concerts and some. Maybe the the fairs will be back this year. That would be nice to have, even if they're socially distanced. We'd love some fair food again this year. Nice corn dog or funnel cake. Oh, 
go back to the way things were in 2019. Thank you. Um, you know, hopefully yes, that's the last time I saw Rosemary. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, hopefully we can get back to some kind of, even if it's a new sense of normalcy and a sense of normalcy, nonetheless, um, crime fighter, I want to thank you for your time. I know you've got other things you got to attend to tonight. Um, go ahead and put over that, uh, memorial fund that is being raised for Mississippi madman. If you would. Oh, do I have? Uh, I'm going to have to send. I'm going to send you the link so you can uh, share it. Yeah. Because if you do, please. You're not. You're you're I'll unprepared. It's usually different. Um, when you come by, it's called uh, free funder. Free funder, yes. Um, Freefunder.com slash campaign slash funeral hyphen and hyphen. Medical hyphen bills is link. Okay. And they're all right. almost to the goal. I will get that up on the uh I will have that up on the Facebook page tonight after we go up the air on uh, the Wrestling Authority Radio Facebook. So fans look out for that if you want to support uh Mississippi Madman's funeral and medical expenses uh crime fighter thank you again and we'll talk to you soon um be safe out there this weekend if you're traveling and uh i was nice to be able to share your thoughts and memories of mississippi Badman with you thank you again crime fighter have a great evening all right all right we are going to take uh we are going to take a song break and uh We'll be back in just a little while. We're going to talk about AEW and the big mistake that they're going to make of their next pay-per-view. So, um, with that being said, I'm going to play this for Katie because it's been a while since I played it. Oh.
Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be our homemade wooden ring because no, we can't afford a real actual safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance, you must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, Mommy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. live on Blog Talk Radio, a proud presentation of Rampage Productions. I, once again, am sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host. <laughs> the reason why the show's never, ever, 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 ever a bag of this. It's chaotic, Katie. Yeah, you're a crazy one. Yeah. I just needed a minute. That that watermelon's hitting me. You choking on a piece you don't of know. watermelon? No, not a real pillow. <laughs> you, you'll know what I mean soon enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we have heard uh, a lot tonight about Mississippi Madman, and um, man, I'm going to miss that guy. He was, um, I didn't want to, I, I should have said this with Crime Fighter on because he would have agreed with me, but in 2009, when I opened my company, um, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, I was a couple months removed from working under Beast um, at the time that I opened my company. So we looked at Mississippi Madman as our, at least the RWS version of the Beast. Um, And a lot, in in my mind, a lot better version. And I don't care if Beast says that and and takes offense with that. 
It's the way that I personally feel. Um, Madman, like like Crime Fighter said, could do a moonsault. I've never seen Beast do a moonsault, and I'd be afraid to see him do one. Uh, not saying that it can't be done, it just, would just be a scary fight. Um, I liked Madman a lot. He was a good dude. He was somebody that got along with everybody in the locker room. He was somebody that um, he, my backer was not big on wrestling, but when he saw Mississippi Madman, he says, Sean, he says, I don't know where you learn to book these, these wrestlers. He's this guy, you put him on the poster, and oh my god! And Madman had that—I don't want to use the word attraction, but that presence about him that would draw an audience in like No Tomorrow. Um, I did find out that he did spend some time down in LaSalle, so uh, down here in the Illinois Valley at one point, so. More than likely, um, he will be a future inductee of the icons of the Illinois Valley uh, once we get that running again. Um, a lot of people have asked me if Tracy Smothers is going into the icons of the Illinois Valley. I would hope so, but that decision is going to come from his family or people that uh, were very closely associated with him that would accept the award on his behalf. I just want to be blatantly honest here. That's the way that works. Um, There's a lot of people that I would love to be able to put in icons of the Illinois Valley, um, but I don't do that. I don't make it about people that I've worked with or my friends, uh, which is what people think that it's it's been. It's not about that. That whole thing is about. Yeah, yeah, that's a hall of friends, not a hall of fame. Right. Um, I I don't do. I don't. I don't do that. I believe that there are men and women that in this area paved the way for there to be wrestling to be able to continue. Um, and there are, there are a lot of women that a lot of people don't realize that had a lot to do with wrestling here that hopefully someday are going to get all the recognition that they deserve because um, I, I know a lot of people know like uh, Sin's wife um, had a lot to do with wrestling down here. Like she was very, very instrumental. There were other women that were instrumental um, with that whether they were on ring crew or work security, they were instrumental to wrestling being a part of this area. And um, I want to thank people like Crime Fighter that have their version of the Hall of Fame in that portion of the state of Illinois that kind of takes a look at everybody that's worked in this region, and this region is a part of his his zone for that. Um, there's been a lot of good wrestling to come out of his portion of the state, and I won't deny that. There's a lot of people in the Chicagoland area that have shit on that portion of the state for years and decades. It's not fair. There's been good talent to come out of central and southern Illinois, and you cannot deny that. Has it been as popular as some of the other talent that's come out of the Chicago, like a CM Punk? No, but that doesn't mean that they're not equally as talented. It's just... Different people have their eyes on CM Punk than what some of the people do that are coming out of Central Illinois. Um, there are good training schools down in Central and Southern Illinois still. Um, I believe Bob Orton's school will be opening back up once all of this COVID stuff lifts up a little bit more. So um, that's kind of where we're at with that. I am going to get uh, all of my information pulled up here. 
and we are going to go over some breaking news because we have a lot of it. Um, you know, last week we knew a little bit going into the pay-per-view that we had last week, um, but we didn't know everything, and we know a lot more uh, that we'll get into here in a minute. Um, I'm going back to the news from February 12th, which was Friday. Um, Alexa Bliss's stalker had his account suspended from Twitter, thank God. Um, Why you gotta be a stalker? You know what? I've been stalked, okay? I mean, we're we're talking, like, the guy wouldn't leave me alone. He graduated. I hadn't graduated yet. And I was getting roses, family opera tickets, like, a dress handmade for me to go to the family opera, balcony seats, by the way. And, I mean, like, he just, he knew things that nobody else knew. It's it's, it's scary. It's scary, you know, showing up in my classrooms, you know. It's scary as all hell. It really, really is. Uh, Katie, do you feel like reading today? Oh, hold on. Let me rub my eyes, make sure they're not going to be okay. Hold on. Just because it's, yeah, my allergies are going crazy in here. I got to dust for something. I think there's still cat hair left over from Buster, to be honest. All right, give it to me. I sent it. Okay, I'm on. Okay, I'm if I if I'm gonna hate you, you're taking over. I've had a long well. Okay, mm. before me, folks, I have front page of uh, sports. I don't know New York Sports Post. Yanks wave over a little bit. Of sex lies in the WWF. This would have been from nineteen the nineteen nineties. Hold on. Um. I. Uh, uh, yeah, accused from the 90s. Sex scandal. Tim Cole, the ring boy at the center of an alleged WWE sex, sexual abuse scandal, has passed away due to suicide, according to his brother Lee Cole on Twitter. Cole worked for WWF in the 80s and early 90s. And later filling a $1.6 million filing, excuse me, not filling a $1.6 million lawsuit against Titan Sports, which alleged that the director of wrestling operations, Terry Garvin, sexually harassed him. Really? Garvin harassed him? It was also alleged that Mel Phillips had a fascination with Cole's feet. Okay, I understand the, the foot fetish. Something WWE was aware of at the time. Cole also claimed WWE Hall of Famer Pat Patterson groped him. Okay, so this mother trucker's being a girl, like being what girls do and accusing something when there's nothing to be accused of. Well, this is, this is from the nineties. This is from uh, the nineties, yeah. so we're we're gonna yeah, read through the rest seen, of this, Katie. Yeah. A lawsuit. You know, I always have something to say between paragraphs. You know this. The lawsuit additionally reveals that Cole had said he was driven to the WWE official's house, where he was asked to smoke marijuana, snort cocaine. What official? What, Pat? 
Okay, I'm Terry Garvin. Cocaine. Okay, Terry and have sex. Cole's reported to have refused the offers and was fired from the company the very next day. The alleged offenses took place between the ages of 16 and 19. Vince later denied having any knowledge of the alleged incidents during an appearance on Larry King Live in 92. However, things would gain further mainstream attention when New York Post columnist, excuse me, my dose, Bill Mushnick published a column around the same time that would claim that McMahon was aware of it and fired Phillips for being an unnatural interest, yeah, for taking an unnatural interest in young boys before Linda McMahon rehired him. Mm, Rehired him, you said. The column led to a lawsuit in which McMahon went after Mushnick with a defamation case being settled in 94. Mushnick or the Post didn't admit any error. Of course, why would they? Oh, come on, scroll, 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 things, scroll. Yeah, I scroll, I scroll around my fucking new, new mouse is defective. Okay, Cole would eventually come to an agreement with WWE, which would see them hire him back. Oh my God, out of fifty, you're gonna hire him back for what is this? Okay, you hired him, you fired him, you hired him. That's okay. That's two taken, two times taken him back. But this time on a, on a fifty-five thousand dollar salary and. And try try him out as a ring announcer. Cole believed WWE only brought only brought him back in to fold to the fold to gain an insight into the investigation being carried out on them by the Department of Justice and Federal Grand Jury. I hate you, Sean. Cole's statement Okay, Cole's Cole's settlement with the WWE would see them pay for all his education with a clause that if he dropped out of classes or didn't make satisfactory progress at college, he would lose his job. And the big man reportedly fired Cole after he failed to attend most of his classes, reportedly telling them the opportunity of a lifetime is a terrible thing to waste. Yeah, it is. Claimed he couldn't handle school due to the pressures of the investigation and all he had been through and was encouraged by his older brother, Lee Cole, to go public. Linda would claim that Lee was negatively influencing his younger brother into an attack against the WWE. Tom has been, has been and continues to be manipulated by his brother Lee Cole, Linda McMahon told the Charleston Post and Courier in 1993. Company would later claim that Cole was fired for non-payment of the company's cell phone bill. Tom's death was by suicide. was confirmed by his brother Lee on Twitter. He tweeted, my brother Tom committed suicide a couple of years ago. His man and his wife, Linda, let Tom Lester's into their company years ago and did everything possible to cover up what they did to my brother. I hope you can sleep good at night, Vince. Our family suffers. Thank you. Yes, and that was posted uh, over the weekend. Jesus. Really? I'll let you take it, and then I'll I'll, I'll go ahead. You you just read that long paragraph, so you say everything you want to say, honey. Okay, did it or did it not happen? Is this that okay, they took him back like three times. Is this the hush money is to shut him up? Is I mean or is this again his brother manipulating him just to dig for more and 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 more. And I, oh I hate when we have these subjects that stuff they just anger the blood. Oh Well, but you have to remember what happened with uh, Vince taking taking the the briefcase of money to get 
Snuka out of that whole ordeal. So I could see them hiring this kid back to try to make everything go away. Um, it's sad that this guy committed suicide if this really happened to him. And I believe that there's some truth to it because this was a big – this came out before the steroid scandal. This was like – these were almost like back-to-back things that came out slamming Vince in the face. You had this, and then you had the steroid scandal. And yeah. Vince was trying to fight both of them. Um, yeah. Oh, my. I, I don't I, – I think it's tragic that somebody had to lose their life over something like this, and we, don't, we will never know the truth of it. We will never know the truth of it, what, what went on in the 1990s between these people. Um, there are people that are going to dispute it all day long, but at the end of the day, we, we don't know. We were not there. We have no idea. We weren't there, and we will not victim shame. Nobody knows. We weren't a fly on anybody's wall. Right. I don't I wouldn't want CM Punk got a new tattoo in tribute to Harley Race. Oh. And I'm waiting for the picture to load, and it's not loading, and I don't know why. It's pissing me off. Oh. I wanted to see it. Um, I like ink. Anybody's ink. Well, that's just... All right, well, I'll have to get a picture of that later to send you. Um, yeah. The Great Muda has captured the Noah GHC heavyweight title at 58 years old. Ooh. Yeah, he signed a. He came back and signed a one-year contract. He's. I don't know, man. And he's. And where is this again? Where is it? Uh, Noah, pro wrestling Noah over in Japan, and it was the Great Muda. Okay. Muda, Muda, Muda. Okay. All right. Just make sure. Um, Tony Khan is very upset with Sammy Guevara. Okay, why now? Uh, well, I told you about it last week, I thought, but uh, we were not on after this happened. On Wednesday's episode of Dynamite, Guevara quit the inner circle, which surprised many. Chris Jericho was reported to suggest the idea to Guevara of having him appear on Impact, something that suggests he suggested to Khan, who contacted Impact to have the angle written in at the last moment. Guevara was reported to have complained to Impact about the creative direction of the angle, which was due to be shot, and this led to Impact officials contacting Khan and Jericho directly about the situation. It remains unreported at this time. Guevara had with the issue Guevara had with the angle. But the report notes that Chris Jericho had to reach out to Don Callis about banning Guevara from Impact. Guevara was told by Jericho to return home from Nashville. We have an update on that that I'll get to here in a second. Let me pull some of these other links out. Um, let's see here. The reason that uh, Guevara is pissed is because Guevara was supposed to be the third member of the K, is the um, rumor that we have heard. He was. I uh, don't. I could never ever see him being part of the K. I'm sorry. He doesn't have the teeth for it. I'm sorry. Is that not Well, that's, that's probably and, why. And that's, probably why that's probably no. why he vetoed it. 
you know, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, we will continue to bring you updates on this story between Sammy and Tony Khan, but it does not look like uh, Tony Khan is very happy with Sammy Guevara for not um, buttering up to Impact Wrestling to do what they wanted him to do. Well, apparently he's supposed to be in the suicide suit, and as uh, me and my husband both say, he can't even lace up suicide suits to be in that suit. He doesn't fit that suit. It's not him. He can't do it if that's who's in that suit. Or whoever's Conan. in the damn suit. And whoever's in the damn suit, you suck. Conan is uh, said to have been um, in the hospital. He's tested positive. Po- not positive. Positive for um, COVID-19, and it's a very serious situation right now for him, so please keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Um, You know, we we are trying our best to bring you all the news and stuff here. more stuff here. Kyle O'Reilly is fine following the NXT tapings. A lot of people said that he had a seizure. It was not a legitimate seizure. It was a storyline seizure, so we want to clear that rumor up. Okay. Who had a a storyline seizure? Kyle O'Reilly. Thank you. Just making sure that The debut episode of The Young Rock on NBC has drawn quite the strong viewership. So if you're a fan of sitcoms and want to watch Young Rock, uh, check that out on NBC. Well, we are going to be checking that, that out. I can't wait to see it. It's, the Rock oh, says man. he would consider a presidential run. I would vote for The Rock. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, hold on a second. Just, 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 just. No. Okay, there would be some effort campaign freaking promotional speeches and commercials, I must say. What's this platform? You know, like, it, he is a Trump supporter, is he not? I don't know about that, but we'll, boy, I don't know. I'd vote for Ozzy Osbourne before I vote for the Rock. <laughs> New Japan One Pro Wrestling turned <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling turned down a return to AXS TV oh, so as Eric, they got their Eric. new t- they got their new TV deal, which will be kicking off here in just a couple weeks. Um, it's going to be big for them. Randy Orton reveals he smoked marijuana with Snoop Dogg at WrestleMania 24. Who smoked weed with Snoop Dogg? Randy Orton. Oh, what? It's just weed. Now it's just a fine for the WWE. It's it's halfway into the wellness policy, folks. 
Lacey Weed Evans is good. pregnant. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Weed good. Opiates bad. Lacey Evans is legitimately okay. pregnant. But Everybody's not getting Rick pregnant. Blair. God, not I hope Rick not. Blair. But it looks. He's he's like now you can really call me daddy as they started freaking ramping him like you need to stop. <laughs> stop right there. Your wife is way hotter than her for one. And for two, she beats your ass. <laughs> you just need Bad to bunny. Stop, bad bunny is the new twenty four seven champion. Can we make the bad bunny go away? Somebody kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. Um, Bow Wow is training with Rikishi. To become a wrestler. Rikishi? Rikishi, Rikishi. Yeah. Pull ass on it, yeah. Rikishi? Yeah, yeah. Bow Wow is training with Rikishi. Yeah, I sent you that, and you were supposed to upload it to the to the soundboard. Did you do it? No, probably uh, not. No. No, I forgot. I hate. I'm. I'm going to beat your match. Put some stank on it. But and I, put some stank yeah. on it. Yeah, but you. Um, put, I asked you to put that on the soundboard, and you didn't. Eli Drake showed up at NXT over the weekend. Oh. That's Eli Drake, but he's he's uh, uh, L A Knight. L A Knight. It's so in there. Hold on, hold on to Las Vegas, mate. Okay. <laughs> um, PW Insider is told that tonight's announcement was the res- uh, uh, between Impact and New Japan working together was a result of a lot of work described by one source as being many, many, many months to repair the frayed relationship between the companies. We are told that the Good Brothers being signed to Impact and NGPW. Having great interest in using them was a huge factor in helping to mend the bridge between the two companies. So, there you have it. Many, 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 many months. And God, don't fuck it up again. Because you you screw this relationship up with New Japan again, you won't get the opportunity to fix it again. So... (coughs) Katie, why don't you tell us about Impact pay-per-view over the weekend, No Surrender with Black Bruce. First of all, I'm going to make you pronounce it properly. Try again. Black Taurus. No. Black Taurus. Almost. Put a little stank on it. A little ass on it. Black Taurus. Almost. Black Taurus. Yeah. Okay, Billy, stop telling me to put stank on stuff because, yeah, it's in huge letters. It's, I haven't answered them, but there's a message. Put some stank in the way. Yeah. Billy, do not, yeah, you are you are helping, but you're not helping. It. Billy, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, I've had a long day and a lot of coffee. And a cooking. And put some stank on it. So tell us about no surrender, Katie. Or did you go to La La Land? 
Oh, I, I bloody well watched it. You were supposed to be watching it with me. So, oh, yeah, it was I, bloody beautiful, okay? Steve and Black Tarouche, they, they work amazingly together. Um, from the looks of it, Rosemary's letting the boys do most of the work. She got in there, too, but the boys, yeah, the boys, they went to hell and back. I was, oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Okay, and, and Eric, I see five messages to me. You're going to wait because I'm doing my job. <laughs> Let me do my job. It's been a seriously close. It has been a long day. Um, it's been, it's a story for another time. But um, yeah, um, I enjoy the entire business play with you. Um, you're asking me to remember things, and it's hard to remember because it's the weekend and I've almost gone another week without seeing it. So, but yeah, I am very, very impressed with Black Tarus. Um I do hope that he stays with the K for for some time. And I hope we get to know more about him. I mean, I'm loving Rosemary. She's just, you know, she strokes him right after the match. She stroked his mask. It's okay. It's okay. You can calm down now. Your work is done. She's being so she's being so sweet with him like she was with Abyss. Like when she convinced Abyss that he didn't need the mask. Oh, you know, he was beautiful without it. But, yeah, I see big things for the K. And I'm glad. I, I don't care what you have to say, okay, about Sammy Gravano being in decay. What's he going to be, their bitch boy? <laughs> their pale, white, Latino bitch boy? He's a Spanish guy, I mean, what, I mean Rosemary. What, what's Rose Rosemary's name? Fetch me my energy potion. More so. <laughs> Do as you told. Oh, you, you were just, oh, I just, I, I can't cope with him. He's hopeless. I can't do anything. Who sent him to me? Why must I suffer? I am the heir apparent to the to the Dark Lord. I should not have to suffer this pale white thing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that out. I could just hear her, you know, if, if Sammy Gravano was there. She'd be bitching the whole time. Either that or she'd be, she'd be, um, Conditioning him into the ways of the hive, or you know, or she she'd be totally corrupting him. Yes, but I'm sorry, I don't think she I don't think she wanted to work with him. He's not. I'm sorry. He he was having a good storyline within his circle. MJF and him could have had a, a, a really nice feud. I'm a little pissed off about that because yeah, I mean, show the damn footage. That's all I have to say. MJF framed him. So like. I'm unimpressed. They could have carried that stuff on a lot longer. I don't know why they ended it the way they did. And I'm telling you, he better not be in the suicide costume because that is a disservice to the costume and suicide, the gimmick itself, the character. Okay, the essence. What is suicide? You know, I'm saying I'm like, <sighs> Well, are you are you ready for tonight's holy shit moment? Holy yes. shit. Yeah. Holy Cody, shit. Cody believes that there is no reason that there couldn't be a potential WWE crossover. You want me to tell you what's wrong with this? Yes. Okay. I'm going to read this because you read something long today, so I'm going to read this, and God, I hope I don't stumble over it. 
During a recent interview with the New York Post, AEW executive Cody Rhodes discussed the prospects of working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. He was also open to the idea that AEW might do a crossover with WWE one day. I'm all AEW, but I'm not blind to the potential of these crossovers. I do think when travel restrictions lift, perhaps there are crossover matches, the dream matches that are available for us. I know in my heart that there is somebody I'd love to wrestle from New Japan. I didn't get that opportunity, and time is running out for that opportunity. I'm a big fan of the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi. I like to challenge myself, and they have a great roster in terms of Okada, Jay White, and, of course, Ibushi, who I got to wrestle so many times and so many people. Ishii, my gosh, there's some good potential there for crossover elements and good friendly relations, but I also never want to forget that we have a loaded locker room of men and women who are chomping at the bit to get on this two- to four-hour time slot two-hour time slot, and I always look at AEW first. Disrespectively to any other company, I'm probably the most guarded up when it comes to crossovers. I think of All In itself. All In is a show that Ring of Honor helped with that Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson and myself did all the work outside of the initial production element, and the reason it was important that the three of us do it were was so that we were able to let all these old rules go away. That's a very dangerous and powerful precedent to set if you literally do put down the big, put down all the bridges and you do put down all the doors. Again, this is a hypothetical, but there is no reason AEW couldn't work with New Japan. We're aware of the word outside. Bullet Club is a big part of our blood in AEW. So there's no reason we couldn't work with New Japan. But there's no reason Jacob Fat 2 couldn't take a step over from MLW and stand across the ring from me. There's no reason that there couldn't be a potential WWE crossover one day. And I didn't mean that's a thing that's been discussed or happening, but none of these rules that exist for other places exist for us. Wrestling is really the uni- this universal industry. The territory inference that reference that you made that's fairly accurate, but the part that's most accurate was that there was a genuine trust. 1970 NWA president Eddie Graham and Vince McMahon Sr., they traded people all the time and most prophylic Oh, prolific pieces of business out of any of it did it in a way where they introduced these characters in New York, and the next thing you know, they introduced these characters in Florida, and it kept things fresh. And above all, Wednesday night, war or not, main thing, we have to do it for the fans, for the rest of us in this run, and I want this company to be around forever is to keep it fresh. It can't ever go stale. Our doors are open if business is right, if the moment is right, if the time is right. Our bridges are down. I'll take one come Duggan AEW guy 
to make sure it's all good. And I don't know what that word means, but I don't know that I want to know what that word means. What 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 was the word? Maybe I know what it means. Trump Duggan. What Duggan? Kermudgeon? I I don't know. Oh, Kermudgeon. Yeah, uh, I've read the word. I know what it is, but I can't explain it. Well, it's better than what I said the first time. It's better than what I said the first time. All right, and now, now it's time for me to go on my rant for the night. Katie, are you ready? Uh, you got to do the shit list first. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-uh. Not, not, not until I'll you do the shit list. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. In two seconds, I forgot to grab a drink. My dumbass. Yes, we get to it. He's got a rant, and you know what? I'm gonna start ranting because he doesn't have his rant ready. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. No, you're not. No, you're not. All right. Um. So AEW is going to do an exploding barbed wire death match at Revolution. Did you see this? Did you hear about this? Did I know about this? Where? Uh, AEW Revolution. Thank you. Give it to me. I heard about this. I've seen about this. I know about this. Yes. It's going to be (laughs) Kenny Omega versus... Uh Um, yeah, this is not a good idea. Not, Why not? a good idea. Why not? Um, Why not? Why not? Why not? Tell me why not. He totally stole that belt from Moxley, okay? And got out of there like the, like the, the whiny, whiny little self-entitled, I run the world bitch that he is. We all know how I feel about Kenny Omega, okay? He's, he's a glory Have you now. ever... I can't stand them. And you know what? 
I'd love to see another match like like the match where Moxley took the belt again with barbed wire bed and bat and anything else. Okay, I want to see it again. I know they got fined for it last time, but they're somewhere else. Maybe they'll have more leniency and actually have the match that everybody wants and is seeing in their dreams. What say you about that? Um, well, you just hold on a second because I'm trying to. He still doesn't have his rant prepared. What a dink. I do. <laughs> um, I want you to pull this video up because this is going to be what oh, they are going to do. He's making me watch shit, people. What the hell? Um, they are saying this is going to be FMW style exploding barbed wire death match. If you have never seen an FMW exploding barbed wire death match, um, okay, this is not this is not going seconds. to be something. This is not going to be something oh, okay. pretty. Okay, the ring ropes, they're barbed wire, but they don't look too offensive. Oh, explosion! Oh my God, nice big dare I say mushroom cloud. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, kind of yellowish white. So who knows what's in that cloud? And it engulfed the ring and is spreading throughout. And now they're replaying it. And let me see how far. Okay, they've got they've got like a parking space away from the from the crowd. Okay. Wow. That was. Okay. Um. I sent you um, another I little video. Okay. Just okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So you want me? Okay. You want me to save it? Okay. All right, I will save you. I'm not watching a 16-minute friggin' match. Don't watch all of it. Just watch a couple seconds of it. Okay, who's in it? Uh, who's that? No. Pink and white. Uh, uh, that's not Bo, is it? No. No, that's uh, No. This is an old video. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I will going to do this until I get some explosion here. Uh, okay, I can go through it. I can skim through it and see where the explosion is. Okay, let's do that. Like, uh, about uh, 15, Holy hell. 
No, but the first All one, right. no joke, people. It was a yellowish white cloud. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to my boys that are listening with us, especially Eric, and I will send it to Billy, the first one, just to show you the grandiose of this explosive, beautiful cloud. And you may both comment when you feel ready. Oh, wow. All right, I can't I got believe an, that they're doing an, this. Oh, I just got an OMG from Eric. <laughs> I can't like, believe that they're doing this. I wonder how big they're, if they're going to go big, big clouds of smoke or if, I mean, is every, you know, like, which ropes are going to be explosive? Are they going to add to to the mystique of it all? Is it going to be red fucking... Oh, I, I wasted it that bomb. Damn it. Red smoke is what color smoke are they going to use? Um, are they going to use something else? What's the plan, Stan? This is, this is going to be insane. And they might as well... Oh, AEW, their next pay-per-view to me is not... AEW Revolution. The name of the next pay-per-view might as well be AEW Dangerous Conditions. You have a ladder match, you have an exploding barbed wire mm-hmm. death match, and you have mm-hmm. the street fight. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been saying this since all out. How are they going to top this? Each with each pay-per-view, what are they going to top? Do the top this? They started too big. You know, what are they going to do? What do they have to do to keep everybody interested in watching them? And they keep going bigger and bigger. I mean, like I know, go big or go home. I get it. Play with the big boys. I get it. You know. Like, give them a show. Put asses in seats. You've done it. Okay? Like, you are giving us substance, but you're giving us wow factor, but leave us a little more shock value. You know? Like, like I mean, what, have, what can they do with it? Okay, it's, what are it's, they it's, get, it's like, what? yeah, it, it's, it's like a brand new wrestler going out after one of these amazing matches going, and I got to follow that. Shit. You know? How do you follow you that? Yeah, I can't teach. Nobody how, can teach that. How, you know? how how do you how do you have a pay, uh, television show after that when you have Omega and Moxley blow each other up in a fucking ring mm. of barbed wire, fucking just insanity? Okay. How do you what? Oh yeah. Uh, how do you yeah? But Eric, how do you have uh, another pay per view after that? Go ahead. I don't know. But what Eric has to say, Eric, slow down. I can only read so much at once. That's that's two and a half paragraphs, Carolyn. Hold on. Because I'll say this. It's <laughs> going to be something pyrotechnique to rival WWE's pyros. Plus, with little to no crowd close to ringside, this could be sweet AF. You know what? Okay. Uh, okay. That's uh, fuck. It's not my F-bomb, so I can use it. In terms of pyros at ringside, something you would not do with a lot of people in the crowd. So, yeah, having the Thunder... I mean, having something like they have or the Thunderdome would be all right. You know, you can pull the crowd back. AEW can pull the crowd, their, their crowd back. Well, they're going to have a crowd at this show. Supposedly. So, I, I'm, no, I'm... No. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a fan of this. I think this is a bad move for okay. business. Um, it's it's going to be it might be fun to watch you know because even watching two dogs humping once is fun to watch. 
but no, nah. yeah, after a while, you know, especially oh my god, just when you get stuck ass to ass, these two dumb asses tried to put pull two dogs apart, and I'm like, you're gonna rip his dick off. What are you doing? But yeah, <laughs> you can only watch it so for so long. This is this is just um, this is uh, going to be. And you already have two hardcore matches on the show already. You have the street fight with Sting, who we got to get to that. Why the hell did Sting take a bump last night? There was absolutely no legitimate, good, gosh darn reason whatsoever for him to take a bump last night. And I'm not a fan of Brian Cage, and I'm going to tell everybody why I'm not a fan of Brian Cage. Do you know what the T-shirt that he has on stands for? Mm-mm. Get my shit Tell in. Me. Get my shit in. Who's got these stupid t-shirts? Brian Cage. I, 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 yeah. Did you notice he's a little smaller? I think he cycled down. But anyways. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this because. Neither am I. Like. Let me explain why. And, and Jim Cornette went on a rant about this, and he's got every every right to be, go on this point, and I'm going to try to summarize his point. The reason that this is not acceptable is because a wrestler's job should never be to get his shit in. Yeah. If your job is going out there to get your shit in, guess what? You're going out there to put yourself I mean, over get, and not the match itself or the other that's, talents that's that you're working with. That's what I'm getting from it. Get my shit in. Get my shit in. Only what I... Only what I'm doing matters. That's what I'm getting from this. And we saw that last night. Why in the world would you have Sting take a power bomb? He went out there with three people, and he had a baseball bat in his hand. And threw the baseball bat down and got attacked by all three freaking people. What are we doing? What? <clears throat> mm-hmm. We know that Tony Khan has got to be smoking meth while he's writing this shit because. <laughs> I don't like him. He's a pretentious weasel. I don't, I don't get it. Okay. You have Maybe Jerry Lynn there. You, you have Jerry Lynn there. You have Billy Gunn there. You have Arn Anderson. You have Tully Blanchard. You have Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> And all of you, all of these people can't sit this child down and make him write a good wrestling program? So now we're going to do an exploding barbed wire death match on pay-per-view. How in the world are you going to come back on TNT the Wednesday after this pay-per-view with anything? You just had two people go out in the ring and kill themselves. And if they're not dead, they might as well be because that's what the match is going to be. It's a death match. Oh, good God. I think I have to play this song, Katie, and we'll come back when I when I get done with this song. But um, everybody wants to know why people laugh at wrestling. This is why. I watch the show on a Wednesday. Trying to find a match to appease my mind But all they've got are cosplay guys and clowns And nothing good to find 
They love to flip and fly, everybody hitting the same dive in every single match. It's clear that they don't care to ask what other guys are doing out there. They only need to get their own shit in. And so this is why I can't watch them in the ring. Nothing matters. Cause nobody sells a thing. I don't know if I'll turn it on next week. Why do people laugh at wrestling? This is why. All their guys are from indie places They got no heels or baby faces So you don't know who to cheer for I almost turned off the TV But here comes Cargill, now I've got to see So I sit back down, grab a beer And feel sorry for Cody Cause he's got to try To be more like the dream And also carry Indie guys that no one's seen All the while He's got that neck tattoo And if no one respects him That is why Oh, it's why Wrestling, 
this is why, oh, this is why, you hot shot everything, let it breathe, and keep it in the ring, also surgeon, we know who's to blame, and when you all catch Jerry COVID, you'll know why, oh, Chris is why. Jesus. The best part is the end part about COVID from Jericho. That's the best part. I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like the song, so it draws on and it turns me off. So I like. I can listen to it for a couple of minutes, and then it just sounds like Joey Brown's feature. <laughs> Especially, uh, but there are some valid there are some valid points in there. Um, this yeah, could there very are, well the uh, the reason that wrestling is laughed at. Um, Jericho vid mm-hmm. and Jer- J- Joey Nutella. Um, but then on NXT, you have some of the other ones, which um, I want to release a retraction on what I called Shotzi Blackheart uh, last yeah. week. Yeah, you mean asshole. Take back what you said. <laughs> um, he was very mean. He said some very yucky things about my shot. He's very nice, by the way. She does have a nice tank. That's not, no, as a person, you know, like, she broke kayfabe with me. You know, she broke kayfabe bread. It was fine. She was But yeah, she's an awesome competitor. She's fierce. That tank is awesome. But the second I saw her and that her helmet with the horns on, it was like, oh my God, it's tanky. So when I met her, it was one of the first things that came out of my mouth. After I told her how much yeah. I appreciate it. And I love her. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, is your female half the tank girl? Sure is. You can tell us. Yeah, and I love it. Keep it up. And now she has a chance. Katie, Katie's favorite moment last night was the resurgence and reemergence of Lucha Soros. Yeah. Did you, oh, did you hear me yelling and screaming or something? I was like right in front of the television. I was, I was, I was refilling my, I was refilling my water bottles and putting them back in the fridge. And, and yeah, I was screaming. I mean, like first they showed his, they showed his mask. Without the horns, and I was all, and then they, they showed him come out with his new mask on. I was like, yeah! <laughs> I love losing these shirts. Everybody goes, yeah. So, what I want to climb, I'm like a tree. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so, what? So, what? And I know some of you want to climb like a tree, too. So, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that. Um, with the um, movement of the upcoming Chicago Land Championship wrestling event that was supposed to be in April, it's now moved to June. We will have John Bullard on uh, closer to that event. Um, we're going to be working with Lee Walker and um, Katie and myself. Steve Kane's live from the Dean's Den is going to become Fatality Fridays until such time uh, that Steve Kane can return, but yeah, we'll be filling Mr. in the Lee gap. Walker. Yeah, with Mr. Lee um, Walker on Friday. 
not this week. That, we're going to give them a week off, and next week we're going to come up with an awesome show. Yes. And she will be talking to Lee Walker, and I hope yeah. that um, I, I may have to. I, oh. you, you know, him and I uh, had such a wonderful call. He did call me when to let me know um, at first what, what happened with Steve. And, I mean, we just got to talking. We bounced off each other well. I look forward to working with him. I'm going to have to up my game if you, you know, anything like so. Steve, 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 Dan, if you, if you have not listened to it, please do. Steve, and also go into the archives so you can find them. Um, but Steve does a completely different show than he does here. Um, like, I learned things I didn't. I, mean, I learned a lot here, Sean. Don't even. I've learned a lot over my seven years, but. This show and Steve's show is an entirely different animal, you know. Like I, I, I learned different things on Steve's show than when I was here. Um, this will always be the flagship show, obviously, because that's what it's been yeah. for the past seven years. I know, um, I'm sure, but I'm just saying that you, you can't compare the right, two because right, the right. two are entirely different. I'm not saying that this show is not the flagship, that it didn't start at all or anything like that. This is, this is, yeah, this is. This is the shit right here, okay? Uh, this is the mother. <laughs> and Steve will be back with us, obviously, when he's well, able enough. to be. Yeah, um, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, we've made, made another new rule. He's not allowed to call into shows, any shows at all. I don't care if he has his phone back. He's not allowed to. And if he tries, she was to take his phone from him. We haven't decided whether or not we'll let him listen to shows yet or not. So, um, not until he's one hundred percent. I mean, he's he's got to be a hundred, uh, uh, like a hundred, hundred ten percent, because his health is first and foremost. Everybody knows we call him the old man. We don't call him the old man because he's a spring chicken. Um, and, and, and it's not, and, and that's we also don't call him the old man because he's old either. It's just, it's just the way it is. He's, you know, he's. He's, his knowledge is for me, for me, is um, I tell you I could, I could sit and talk with Steve Kane for an entire day and still not know everything that he knows. And that's the way it's always been for yeah. me is I I I like being a sponge. Sponge. He used to call me Spongy Sean because I just I'd, I'd sit around and talk to him for hours and um, you know that's just the way it was. Um, and he will, uh, he will kick through this. We know he will. He's a fighter and, um, Sheila has been keeping us updated. So please keep her in your thoughts. Yeah. She's dealing with yeah. a lot on her and, own. You know, and you know what? Um, just, just shoot her a line. If you do have her on Facebook and, and you know her and whatnot, just shoot her a line. Let her know you're pulling for her. You know, even talk about other stuff. You know, I did today, you know. I had an appointment, and she kind of went with me for part of it. Sean was at my appointment with, with me for a while. Um, uh, my buddy, <laughs> a couple of my seriously, I, I had people blowing up my phone all the time. I'm waiting. like, yeah, concerned people. I had people from the U.K. ask me, is everything going okay? You know? it's, yeah. It's not, a major, right. it's not a major thing. It's just something that I haven't had done as regularly as I'm having it done now. That's all. Your teeth clean? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I need my teeth clean. My my teeth cleaning. My teeth clean comes up in March. I was given a reminder call at uh, the beginning of the month. <laughs> anyway, um, this will be our last story to share for tonight. It's uh, 
it's the founder of this great podcast, Birthday. I'm not going to go into how old he is, but I have a funny wrestling story I'm about older. him. I'm older. Um, in 2004, uh, he was working for a company that I, him and I trained with and were working with. And uh, they needed somebody to fill in. So my brother, uh, Mosh, Headbanger Mosh, was supposed to be at this event, supposedly. Oh, yeah. And my brother, my brother got the smart got idea um, to Uh-oh. in a dress and go out and have this match with the guy. And I'll he never forget it. He pulled a veto. I'll never, I'll never forget the show after it. Um, because oh there's God. somebody that uh, in the wrestling that my brother went to high school with, and they're they're oh. longtime friends. So Kurt Razzo made this poster that became synonymous, and it even made the best of Wicked Wrestling Alliance year one or whatever best of Wicked Wrestling Alliance uh, part one DVD. Talent plus dress equals funny. Happy birthday, and, brother! Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Vito would be proud. <laughs> Talent plus dress equals. And you should have seen him tapping out. I used to have a picture of him tapping out in the dress. I used to post <laughs> it every so often. Talent you, plus you need dress. to make it. Well, it, it must be easy to make gifts. Since there's gifts like, like I could be watched. Say, say I see something well before Black Series joined Decay. With Decay, okay? Steve and Rosemary will pop up the next day from the night before as a gift. So someone needs to make a gift of that. It can be done. <laughs> um, he uh, he 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 had fun with that, and um, boy, we've had a lot of fun here tonight. Uh, Want to remind you to keep everybody that uh, we mentioned at the beginning of the program that we lost in the International Brotherhood Sisterhood of Wrestling. Keep their families and friends and fans in your thoughts and prayers. Um, they're going through a lot. Uh, I will post that link for the Mississippi Madman. If you'd like to donate, that would be greatly appreciated. We want to thank Crime Fighter for calling in tonight. And yes, thank um, you, if, you are, if you are going to attend a local independent wrestling promotion, please make sure that you are following all the safety measures that you personally can follow to keep yourself and everyone around you safe. And, um, hey. you know, we always we always tell you to support your local independent wrestling folks. We know it's been a hard year for everybody. Um, if, if they're running near you and you think it's a good show um, and you're going to follow safety precautions, go ahead and support it because they yeah. need your business. We need it. Um, these wrestlers need the work, you know, the, the, these wrestlers at the end of the day are athletes. And if they're not, um, out there performing, they'll get sloppy and rusty, and we don't want that because that means more injuries, and we don't want guys getting injured. No, 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 no. Yeah. So. Stay the hell away from the edge of the apron. I'm starting to get really pissed off with that. I really am. My hole! My hole! <laughs> I love that woman, but they got you, and they got you good. You got yourself. You made it. You walked into it. Stepped all over his stance today. Hey, man. You're famous. Er. Um, yeah, yeah, she, she's a fame, yeah, she's a fame actor. Yep, that's what she is. John Moxley refused to write a book for WWE. 
<laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. You know what? They wouldn't give him artistic licensing was when he was there. Like you'd get me writing his book. Um, I know many wrestlers have written after they've left before the WWE, but you know, part of it is ghostwriter. Okay, part of it. I don't know how much how much Mick wrote of his, you know, or any anybody else wrote of theirs, but like I can just see. Okay, if you've ever watched Good Morning Vietnam, where they're circling everything with a, with a red X, or, you know, they exit or they circle it, you're not allowed to use this, you can use this, you know? I could just be WWE executives and Vince at the head of the table, everybody's got the script of the book, and, you know, and they're going through it. Nope, can't have this. Nope, can't have this. Okay, this I like. Okay, add to this, take this out. Nope, can't have this. No, I, I would never write for that, man. Screw that. Um, and I want to tell everybody to lay off Jim Ross. He made a mistake and called, uh, Kenny Omega, the WWE champion. It's an honest mistake that anybody that's doing live broadcasting could have made. Um, so lay off JR cause JR has been doing this longer than most of you little fuckers have been alive. And, uh, he can do it a lot better than what you or your mama can So, all right, Katie, I think that'll do it for us tonight. You want to tell everybody what time it is? Oh, folks, you know what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Take your glasses back to the bar and, damn it, turn off the lights. You cause this money. And if you drop your glass, clean up your mess or else I'll get you, my pretty. And you little dog. We'll see you next next Thursday night. Good night, everybody. Get out. Get out of here.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.